Him, bless His holy name. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him praise. Magnify His name. Wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But no doubt is our victory. We bow down and even yourself unto us by your word. Let every stagnant business experience change of level. Speak to us this morning. Cause us to hear your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And let everyone be transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Both everyone here and those watching online, I decree today you shall experience transformation by the word. In Jesus mighty name we are prayed. Celebrate Jesus with a clap as you take your seat in his present happy new month to everybody happy new month happy new month it is your month where god is changing your financial status come and shout a louder amen the prophetic theme of month has read as financial fortune is my heritage in christ what is your heritage so in the you 
that the new at the beginning of the year shall be different from the you that will end this month. Your amen can be louder than that. God is changing your financial status supernaturally. And I see that happening for every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. When we are talking about financial fortune being your heritage, we are talking about kingdom wealth. Kingdom wealth. There are two sides to wealth. There is kingdom wealth and the other side where you and I don't belong. Because every side of this world has its blessing and the other one the cause. When you are with the kingdom, there is a blessing. It comes without sorrow. It comes without sorrow. Kingdom wealth comes without sorrow. When we are talking about financial fortune, we are not talking about doing fleshy things to get money. It comes without sorrow. The Bible said, The blessing of the Lord that makes rich and hard no sorrow. When it comes to kingdom wealth, it is durable. What the Lord has done is forever. So, the kingdom blessing we are doing, we are not talking about having now and tomorrow you are begging. Kingdom wealth. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 14. Say, whatsoever the Lord doeth is forever. When we talk about kingdom wealth, it's a kind of wealth that is always on the increase. The part of the just like a shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. The other one comes with a lot of sorrows. That shall not be your portion. It carries plague along with it. Somebody having money, but having plague. That shall not be you. It is temporary. So the man has it for a while. After some time, he's begging. That shall not be you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Our teaching series for this month, Sunday services, has been titled Gateways to Financial Fortune. So today we have a part one gateway to financial fortune here it is when you miss the gateway you arrive at a strange destination when you miss the gateway you arrive at a strange destination when two houses look alike or you are not sure of where you are going you enter one and then you are asking for someone that is not there so the blessing you are asking from god has a gateway and this month we are going to be considering the gateways how do i enter into financial fortune talking about kingdom wealth take note this morning that a passionate pursuit of god and the interest of his kingdom is key to a world of supernatural abundance if it is from this kingdom that is the key job chapter 36 verse 11 Job 36 verse 11, it said, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. <laughs> if they obey and serve him. So service is a major key to enjoy kingdom wealth. Talking about pleasure and prosperity. Hear this, that poverty is not synonymous to Christianity. So never you blame your situation on Christianity. Now if not that I'm a believer, I can't do what they are doing. I would have been better than this. That is abuse on redemption. So here, once again, poverty is not synonymous to Christianity. You are permitted to come into the kingdom poor, but you are not permitted to remain poor. 
I told someone we say loud amen to that. In Psalm 102, verse 13, hear the plan of God concerning his own children. He said, Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. So the mercy upon Zion brings about change of status. For the time to favor her has come. This is your time. I said, It is your time. It doesn't matter what the world is saying. This is your time to be favored. May you be highly favored. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the reason, very clearly stated in verse 14 of Psalm 102. He said, for thy servant take pleasure in her stones. That he lost the stone of Zion. He lost to be part of the building of Zion. That is why he shall have mercy upon him. And then the order of the day shall be favor. Favor shall be your new identity in the name of Jesus Christ. Take note also this morning that serving God and the interest of his kingdom with one's resources is gateway to a world of financial fortune. Serving God and the interest of the kingdom. When what matters to God matters to you, then you will become a candidate for financial fortune. The Bible is speaking in Psalm 34 verse 10. It said that young lions do lack and suffer hunger. It's about they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. They seek the Lord, meaning what troubles God troubles them. And the desire of God is that souls may be saved. So if that becomes your concern, if what trouble God becomes your concern, then you have been marked for good things. Good things shall be your portion this season. Nothing less than good in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 35, verse 27, he said, The Lord be magnified, which had pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So when servants of God prosper, God is excited. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Meaning, the major thing in my list for humankind, for children, for, his, for, for servants, is that you may prosper. So if God wants you to be prosper, don't be anti-God by desiring not to be prosper. Psalm 6.33. Psalm chapter 6 verse 33. Sorry, Matthew rather. 6.33. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And it's righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. What a joy today is a special service, a covenant day of business breakthrough. You will break through on every side. In the name of Jesus Christ. God will only entrust true riches into the hands of those he can trust god does not have challenge with have giving wealth but he needs those he can trust those he will trust that will use it appropriately those that he will trust that they won't misbehave like nebuchadnezzar he got the wealth and he misbehaved so he's looking for who he can trust like we had <laughs> Concerning Solomon, he was so blessed, but he was confused. He allowed strange women to divert his attention. He started building strange things for strange women. That shall not be you in Jesus' name. Here it is. That true service attracts true riches. True service, genuine service attracts true riches. When the riches is not coming after some time, check the service. When a car is misbehaving on the road, what do you do? You check the car. Check your service. If your service is not okay, then you'll be struggling. But when everything is a true service, then you experience true riches. That shall be your experience. Luke 16, 11. 
if therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you or to your trust the true riches? So God has it already. He's looking for who to hand it over to. May he find you worthy. I say, may God find your family worthy. May God find your business worthy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. What is covenant? As we go for that this morning, let's consider that. What is a covenant? A covenant is an agreement on well-defined terms. A covenant is an agreement on well-defined terms. God telling us, do this, I will do this. And you know God does not go back on his word. When he says he will do a thing, he will surely do it. A covenant is an agreement on well-defined terms. Here it is, that God's prosperity plan is not a promise, but a covenant. Until your part is played, God's integrity cannot be committed to perform. So, God's hand is lifted for a blessing, but you are the one holding his hands. When you leave his hand by engaging, then he releases what is in his hand to you. God's prosperity plan is not a promise. There is difference between promise and covenant. I can promise and decide to fail. I change my mind. But when it comes to covenant, it is binding. Covenant leaves us with responsibility. Covenant is not a promise. The person promises you, you can't sue him for anything. When it comes to covenant, it's a must. It is binding. So, he said, if you serve the Lord thy God, he will bless thy bread and water. Now, what you don't have cannot be blessed. So, he needs to provide and bless. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't be blessed. Lord bless this food and there's no food. What it means is this. If you serve him, first you provide the bread. It's not mentioned because it's a cheap thing. He will provide the bread. Then he will bless the bread. And then in case there's sickness hanging anywhere, he will take away sickness from the midst of thee. He said, none shall cast their young, nor be barren. For what? If you serve. So God is waiting for you to respond to the if. <laughs> when you respond to it, you have more than enough. That shall be your experience in Jesus' name. Covenant does not expire. <laughs> it is refired by our obedience. Covenant does not expire. It is refired by our obedience. Every time you pay your tithe, you have renewed the covenant again. Every time you do what the Lord says you should do, you have renewed the covenant. So it does not expire. That is why it's the same covenant. Don't expect a new one. Abraham entered it. Noah had it. Abraham entered. Then his sons entered. Praise the Lord. As you enter, step into this covenant, you will enjoy supernatural prosperity in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 20, we saw the acts of Noah there. He said, and Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered a burnt offerings on the altar. Verse 21, and the Lord smelled a sweet savour. Every time you drop something, God comes to smell it. May it find it worthy. Every time you drop a seed, it smells. It says, is this his size? May God find your seed worthy. Listen, never you think when you are dropping seed in the house of God, you are just dropping something since everybody is carrying their hands up, letting not look as if my hand is not carried. When you do that, you waste the seed. 
when you have the right attitude towards it you get the blessings he comes to smell it like he came concerning Noah he came and smelled it he smelled a sweet sour and the Lord said in his heart he said to the desire, I will not again cause the ground anymore for man's sake. Covenant. He said, for the imagination of man's heart is evil. So I know him. From his youth, I know him. Neither will I again smite anymore everything, everything living as I have done. Verse 22. See, while the earth remains, it says, seed time and harvest will never, shall never cease. While the earth remains, meaning as long as man is on earth, I will keep to my part of the covenant. You just keep to your part. May the grace to do your part be released in Jesus' name. In Philippians chapter 4, beginning from verse 15 to 19, most of us are conversant with verse 19, but you need to know what happened in verse 15 so that you can enjoy what is in verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need. Even an unbeliever knows that. That God supplies according to his riches in glory. But look at verse 15. It said, Now, ye Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church committed with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. It said, For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. It said, Not because I desire a gift. Meaning, I didn't raise an offering. But you were committed to it. You were carried, you're, you're eaten up by it. He said, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Hear this. Every believer has an account in heaven. A lot of people are living on overdraft. And listen, you must pay God. Shaliman robbed God. Say they have robbed me. <laughs> everyone have an account so when you pay your tithe it goes to your account when you make a request you are withdrawing so the reason why a lot of people don't have anything to withdraw is because their account is empty hey when you pay tithe you are not helping God you are constructing your destiny now, the tithe is even God's own in the first place. That is why a, a wise believer, from before you start the work, they tell you your pay is this. Let them, in your mind, say to it, he doesn't know that I have an agreement. He say your pay is 30,000. Don't argue with him. But your heart knows that it is 27,000. It will keep you safe. They won't sack you. Because you have kept the covenant. Prepare it in your mind. Don't try to spend it and give God later. It's not your mates. You don't borrow from the most high. You don't steal from him. Say so when a thief is caught, he's made to pay. And I said on Wednesday, everybody pays. If everybody gives, it is where you give that that is different. Some give to the kingdom. Wow. Some give to the hospital. It can't be collected back. Now you give, and they tell you when you give to them that they didn't have side effects. That you as soon as you take you start vomiting, they will tell you it's written. There's no drug with it that have the side effects. And they tell you so that there's no guarantee. So if you take it after so-so time and it doesn't go, you go back to the doctor so that I can change it again. He said, I desire that may, your, 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 um, 
sorry he said but i desire fruit that may abound to your account hmm. but i have all and abound i have i am full having received from you then he went ahead in verse 19 he said but my god shall supply according to what you have put in the account plus what god can do as a as a god to you she will supply may god supply for you in the mighty name of jesus christ may god supply in the name of jesus christ so your supply to the kingdom determines heaven supplies to you take note this morning that the covenant is superior to all prevailing economy situation and circumstances the covenant is superior the covenant is superior the covenant is god's hammer to break financial hardship the covenant is god's hammer to break financial hardship may financial hardship come to an end for someone in psalm 37 verse 18 Psalm 37 verse 18, he said, The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. People are complaining, but you are enjoying satisfaction. Somebody sent yesterday to me, he said, God just bless me. And he showed me the machine, a car, machine. The thing, when you sit on the ground, you, you like the way it's seated. In the midst of famine, so famine is orchestrated for your breakthrough. Hey. Psalm 60, verse 2. It says, darkness shall cover the earth. Is it not dark enough? Yes. Uh, no, is it not dark enough? Where government assists and get to a point, they say, we, we, we don't have much. <laughs> when a whole continent say they are on recession, is that not dark enough? It says, darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. He said, but the glory of the Lord shall be risen upon who? Uh, who is me? I thought you have a name. Upon who? The glory of the Lord shall be risen upon Sam David. May they see the glory of God over your life. <laughs> Look at what the New Living Translation said. Concerning that scripture, verse 19. He said, he said, he said they, will, they will survive through hard times. Even in farming, they will have more than enough. You know what it means to have more than enough? Now you are now calling people. Hello, sorry, I don't know if you need rice. You know what I'm talking about. Please, sorry, I don't know. I have some change here. Do you need any money? That is more than enough. It will happen. Via your hands. I say it will happen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our covenant fathers in scriptures went through economic challenges. So it is not a new thing. So if they came out, you are coming out. <laughs> the scriptures, for example, if they came out, you are coming out. And it's the same form formula they gave you in school that they are still there using. So you might forget your own. It doesn't mean that it's not working. They are still using it. So it's the same formula, the same principle. If our fathers came out of it, you are coming out. Now, what I love about it is this. Our father came out, our fathers, talking about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They came out stronger than they went into the famine. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 9. He said that thing that had been, it is that, we shall, that shall be. He said, and that which is done is that which shall be done. 
the lighter English, he said in New Living Translation version of that same scripture, he said, history merely repeats itself. It has all been done before. So when they say something is done, it means we are acting. It's a drama. I don't know if you understand. God, God simplified it. It has been done before. You know, you've watched some movie and you say, ah, I've watched this movie before. God has acted it before. We are only acting again. If they say Corona will kill you, it's a lie. It can't kill you. You belong to the kingdom. The kingdom of life. Ah, people are dying. People are dying. They, they might die. But you don't know the covenant they enter. Your covenant is different. So you will not die another man's death. He said history merely repeats itself. It has all been done before. We have acted it before. But then he said, what can you point to that is new? What can you point to that is new? Look at Abraham. Genesis chapter 12 verse 10. Genesis chapter 10 verse 12 verse 10. He said, and there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. Permit me today, I will be touching that translation a lot. There was serious famine there in Genesis 13 verse 2. Just the next chapter, we're not here. That and Abraham was very rich in cattle. Come on, where's the famine? You get rich in the midst of scarcity. When men are cast down, then will I say there's a lifting up? So, Corona is actually a stepping stone to your breakthrough. It's, it's a raw material to your breakthrough. Now, it's God's cheap way to make you arrive on time. They said they took Joseph to the prison. They sold him out. What they planned as evil was actually a drama to his own palace. He got there. Didn't he? You will get there. He's still breaking limits. You are still breaking limits this year. Great men are made in the midst of famine. Look at Joseph. If there's no problem, they don't need an answer. And you are the answer to the problem. <laughs> if there's no challenge, there's no need. So you have the solution. What's the use of light when there's no darkness? So you are the light in the midst of darkness. Look at Isaac. In Genesis chapter 26, verse 1, he said, And there was a famine. So it has happened before. There was a famine in the land beside the first one, the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Meaning, Abraham finished his own. Then Isaac, this is our own. We must finish well. I say, You will finish well. So, the you that entered into the season is not the you that is coming out. You are coming out in a better form. Your amen does not look like you believe it. Don't allow Corona to take your voice. Your amen must be lively this morning. And look at it. The story of Isaac. What happened to him? Verse 12. He said, then Isaac saw in the land and received in the same year where people are crying a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man was great. That was not how he entered into the season. He was great. You are waxing great. Now, the kind of blessing you have never experienced, this season is bringing it. This is a season you are getting it. Was great. 
Then they began to mention what they had. For he had possession of flocks, possession of house. It's a great store of, of servants. And Felix and people were looking for, I want to send my servant. Will you say, buy? I can't feed my servant. He was buying the thing. Jacob also had his own fair share. <laughs> so Corona does not determine your greatness. It should fuel your greatness. Did you get that one? Corona, say it after me. Corona cannot determine my greatness. It will fuel my greatness. There's somebody that needs to park. So as soon as he parks, you become the next. <laughs> Jacob has his own Genesis chapter 42, beginning from verse 1. There was famine also in Egypt. Everywhere there was famine. And he also got blessing. In verse, in chapter 43, verse 1, he said, And the famine was sore in the land. The New Living Translation said, There was no relief from the terrible famine. This one is even easier. There's relief. There was no relief in the time of Jacob. But heaven's relief is there for you and I. Covenant practice empowers believers to prevail in hard times so this is our special time this is where god shows the difference between those that serve him and those that serve him not prosperity in the kingdom doesn't answer to fasting and prayer it answers to our understanding and practice of the covenant what you are selling does not determine your prosperity every vocation has a millionaire every job has a millionaire no matter how small the job looks <laughs> there's a plumber that is a multi-millionaire a bricklayer that is a multi-millionaire so every profession there's no profession to be relegated so it's not a matter of what you are selling that they need they, they need marks now that's the reason why i will make it no it doesn't matter what matters is kingdom practice it is light under which you operate in the kingdom that determines your results so you can know it and not operate it there is nothing to see it's like a man that is seated in a manual vehicle I refuse to change the gear and wants to run. I will overtake. He's a, he's a dummy. I will overtake. I must overtake. Change the gear. It's not changing. And he's pressing it. Man, the thing is shouting. Before you know, the car will smoke. And then he will pack up. Why? Because he did not engage. So you can know a lot about Titan if you don't engage. You can preach it if you don't engage. So you will not see the blessing. May the grace to do the same be released to someone. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Malachi chapter 3, beginning from verse 10, he said, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be meet in my house, and prove me now. Hear it? See the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour out a blessing. That's the only place God says you prove me. Test me. Just test me. Meaning, do it, you don't have to pray. Pray less. Tithe more. 
Ignoring the covenant is to die a subject of pity. That shall not be you, sir. How long you have been in church does not matter. That you didn't see result does not make it uh, not to be true. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 20. Thus said the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night and that there shall, should be no day and night in the season, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant. That ye should not have a son to reign. So, in as much as there is day, there is night, his covenant remains sure. There is a land flowing with milk and honey. It is covenant that is a welfare to get there. That is a transport, the fee to get to that land. You will get there in Jesus' name. Quickly, let's look at some covenant requirements for working in financial dominion. Look at two of them this morning. Covenant requirements for working in financial dominion. Number one is titan and kingdom advancement sacrifices. Titan and kingdom advancement sacrifices. Tithe remains the most debated ordinance in scripture. You want to know why? <laughs> Tithe, it remains the most. When you post anything, for instance, on social media, something on tight, oh my God, you might not be popular. <laughs> Everybody will rush it. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you two reasons why. Number one, Satan knows that it is the platform for God to rebuke the voter without prayer. Oh Lord, let the devil remove a sound from my money. That is if you pay your tithe. He said, I will prove me. I will rebuke the voter. No, you don't have to call me again. Just do it. That is why here we don't pray too much on the offering. In fact, God said, that's more one minute. You are done. Because the giving itself is standing you know some places because of what you want to give you pray for a long time because it's leaving you you need to rebuke <laughs> no when you give the covenant is standing it takes care of itself the devil knows it that that is the only way that God can remove his hand. When he says rebuking the devil, it's removing the hand of the devil. You know, it comes with sickness. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So those things he deposits there. He is removing it. The devil knows it. So he puts agents here to debate it on your behalf. Not you. He put them there. They debate it and they look. They, they sound so eloquent. He selects them to make them look. Your father tightened. And that's why you were born. All of a sudden, you became a new generation believer. Say so no, Titan is Old Testament. Look at some of these ordinances. Nobody debates them. Praise, was it not said in the Old Testament? They went round Jericho. Was it in the New Testament? <laughs> the wall came down. Circumcision, you are circumcised. You didn't debate it. Is it not in the Old Testament? He <laughs> said, no, that is the Old Testament. Blood of sprinkling. All of these are not debated, but the devil understands. So when you hear people arguing it, they are actually remoted. Oh yeah, say something. And he gives them what to see. And they are saying, say, oh, oh, if you are not strong, before you know, you eat the tight and things get tight. 
Number two reason, if you check very well, is that kingdom prosperity is a threat to the devil. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 17. Zechariah chapter 1 and verse 17. Say, My cities through prosperity shall spread abroad. So it is afraid that you will get wealth to use for the kingdom. Now, how do you explain it? 2,000 churches within January, the last week Sunday, in the midst of Corona. Now, within eight days, 500 churches. How, how, how do you explain that? Now, imagine that there is no prosperity. Now, if every church is as, having the same understanding, every believer has the same understanding like we have here in this commission, you can imagine how eruption, you will choke the devil, you won't have anywhere to stay, you will look for the desert. Everywhere on fire, because it is true prosperity that the kingdom is going to spread. So he doesn't want the kingdom to spread because he will not have a place on the land. He will return to the waters where he belongs, to the bottomless pit. So he is threatening. That is why he's ensuring that you don't pay your tithe so that you can remain poor. But no more. I say no more. <laughs> Light shines in darkness. Darkness comprehended not. How do you explain? 500 churches. How do you explain that? Kingdom blessing. May God use you also. Now I will take note. Remember? Some offering were taken then for people that want to be part of the starting of their hair. So those, those are the things. Imagine every one of us involved now. You parent. Hope you know. Even where there is corona, you parent for the church. So when there is no wealth, you know what it is. your tight things will never be tight when you refuse to pay your tight things are tight even with your prayer with your tongue lako, lako. you are praying the thing the more you pray the thing looks tighter as if your tongue <laughs> your... <laughs> now number two covenant requirements giving to parents now listen kingdom requirement does not cancel themselves not, you are not solving an equation so you, you, since I pay tight I cancel the other one no all of them go together giving to parents no kingdom principle cancels another the scripture cannot be broken hear what the scripture says about giving to parents Ephesians chapter 6 beginning from verse 1 children obey the, your parents in the Lord for this is right honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment the verse 3 he said that it may be well with you meaning even if you pay your tithe if you don't honor your parents you don't give to your parents it may not be well with you sir it's too late to change your parents know it say they could they call they have been saying it before i was born said that my mother is a witch it's not me oh. that's what they used to say it's too late to change your parents if she has not donated you then she have you man positively she didn't donate you when you were a baby. Because that's what the devil tells people. And then before you know it, they move away from your parents. If your parents suffer, you will suffer. There are some things I don't play with. Take the tithe. My family, my parents. No, those three. If anything will not happen, those three must happen. Not allowing them to call me first. You know, there's this kind of call. I said, I should ask you. And you know the date. So you know that they are expecting. 
if they have to call you, you are not responsible. Say hello. Hello. And you are now saying hello, hello, hello. Ah. May your children not do that too. And because you know what they will say, you quickly call the call. Ah. Say, you, whatever you do now, you are sowing a seed. Give to your parents. Let the level of your blessing show in the life of a parent. Some people give their parents what they have been given like eight years ago when they were not working. You are working now, your status has changed. You don't want them to know. Ah. Don't forget, you have your own children too. I use that consciousness to take care of my mother. Do it with understanding. You know why? Because there's a blessing my mother will give to me that my pastor cannot give to me. All of there's no one that cancels the other. You need your pastoral blessing. You need your father and your mother's blessing. Say no, he left us alone. What's your business with left us? He's your blood. He said you are, you carry his blood. Forget it. You remember the story of Israel and Jacob? <laughs> Even though the man still tried to do something that is wrong, so the blessing stayed. When you bless your parent, they pray for you, you don't know. May the Lord grant somebody understand it. So it's a standing covenant you must keep if you must see the hand of God. Put your hands together for Jesus. Remember that today is our covenant day of business breakthrough. Just a few tips that can help somebody settle in business. What is business? Anything your hand find it to do. Legal. I add that one. Is your business. Whatever your hand finds to do and whatever you are doing. So you, you, that you are not selling doesn't mean you are not in business. Jesus said, don't you know that I have to go about my father's business? So whatever your hand finds to do, he says you should do it with all your mind. So our next level of breakthrough demands that we know better than we used to know. Imagine that education is like, it used to be in those days. How many of you use Slate? You know Slate? You use Slate. So when you are going to school, everybody pick their Slate. Some people never saw Slate. My children now operate tab, download app. Then my mind will be beating. <laughs> Sometimes the phone, the tab will hook in my hand. So I have to call them. They say, ah, daddy, you don't know. At the age of six, they say, you have to put password here before it goes here. Ah. <laughs> now imagine that we are still using Slate. And then there's Corona like this. That's the end of education. Because when the chalk finish, school finish. <laughs> Some people don't even understand what Slate is. Okay. <laughs> After service, just consult somebody and say, what is late again? So, you need to know more. Papa used to say, when you stop knowing, you start dying. So, everywhere you are, there's room for improvement. They said the greatest room is a room for improvement. No matter where you find yourself, now, no matter how well you are doing, in case people are applauding, you don't allow it to get to your head. There's a better level than where you are. There's room for improvement. In case you learn, tell when they used to use only scissors to cut, that's all they used to cut. There are other things they used to cut now that will be accurate. That's like, no, me, me, I'm, I'm an old rugged. You will soon, they will soon leave you. Uh, today, mechanics have different appliances where you don't have to use something to jack car. In those days, it's only jack. 
Sometimes if you say, oh yeah, come and put hand, they lift the car physically. <laughs> but today, you just place it somewhere and then it lifts itself, you are looking. Before you know you are done. So if you are still doing it the way they are doing it before, look at what the Bible says. In Job chapter 34, verse 32, Job prayed. He said, that which I see not, teach me thou, teach me that. Now that's a man that was said is the greatest in the East Oak. Now the east is the richest part of the world. Now they said he is a great the man is still asking. He said that which what does he want to know again? Sir, there is always room for improvement. Don't jealous people that are making progress. Walk there to know how they're making. We often celebrate what we know at the expense of what. We don't know. And that is what keeps us at the same spot. First Corinthians chapter, the, chapter 8 verse 2. And if any man thinks that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. And the Bible says we are children of light. And every child of God belongs to a breakthrough family. Just as you have it in Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. You are the salt, you are the light of the world. So every breakthrough in the kingdom is rooted in the world. They told all night in Luke chapter 5, beginning from verse 1 to 8. They told they couldn't get anything. But when the word of God came, now they began to make progress. You will make progress. Quickly, covenant terms for business breakthrough. Covenant terms for business business breakthrough. I told you earlier that whatsoever your hands find to do is your business. Number one, seek first the advancement of the kingdom, which we started with Matthew 6 33 seek first when you seek God first then you enjoy the blessing next when you make for God first he begs for you number two seeing the realities of our breakthrough from the world seeing it from the world seeing there is a world that is sure forever oh Lord thy word is settled seeing it from the world in Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 he said, and the Lord said unto Abraham, after the Lord has separated from him, he said, lift up your eyes. He said, for as far as your eyes can see, look eastward, southward, westward. Verse 15, he said, for as the land which thou seest to thee, will I give it unto thy seed forever. I will give it. So you must see your portion from the world. Kingdom wealth is kingdom based. Number three, possess breakthrough mentality don't possess grasshopper mentality remember the stories in the book of numbers chapter 13 there were 12 spies were sent and then 10 came back and said we look like grasshoppers we look, they, they classify themselves now if you think you cannot don't try you have failed already when you think you can go ahead you will make it Proverbs 23, verse 7. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Meaning you think prosperity, you prosper. You think failure, you have failed. Meaning your thoughts go ahead of you. What is too big for you, for you to think will be too big for you to handle. Never carry negative mentality. For instance, look at this kind of mentality they carry. That you have nobody. That man by the pool sat there thinking he had nobody. 
but you have the most high God. That you are a foreigner. Everyone that succeeded checking scripture, they will always leave their father's house. Abraham left. Isaac left. So it's not a new thing that you left. Ah, it's because I am from uh, I'm from Lipopo. I'm not from uh, uh, that's why the thing is if I was in my place no it doesn't answer that way they left and God still blessed no man thinks poverty and suddenly arrive and supernatural prosperity is impossible you may not be able to make the most of your Christianity without correct mentality so you have to change your mindset because that is what will make your life to set change your mindset the previous mentality is what brought you to this point. Change it, you will change level. Stop thinking like a prisoner. There's enough room for you to progress. Christianity is colorful if you carry the right mentality. Number four, accountability. Be accountable. A lot of us have money coming into our hands, but we are not accountable. Ah, hey. It is well, though. Money is very, very distant these days. So, the money just disappeared. It's not true. In the economy where we use the cards, if you go and print your statement, you see that it did not disappear. Your data took some. Your DSTV took some. Some groceries took some. Ice cream took some. Thank God. These days, no ice cream. <laughs> Here and there, you go to the beach. You try three beach in three days. Be accountable. It's not everything you see that you buy, even though they are good. Sir, I like this shoe. I must get it. The devil is the one controlling you. Have budget. It's not wrong to have good things. But plan. Be accountable. That is your business you are eating. What you went to use as shopping is what somebody sit down with to sell for the whole day as business. Stop eating your capital. You don't progress like that. Accountable. Separate your business from you. Somebody just walk in and say, ah, come, come, let me see what is there. Let me give you something. No, plan it. Oh. It's good to give, but plan it. So that you won't be distributing your capital. Don't spend without budget. That is the Bible sense. It's in scriptures. Develop a saving culture. Learn to save. Consume all. And then later you start praying. God will say, no, you had all. You, you ate it. In Proverbs chapter 6, 6 to 8, if you get home, you can read it. We say, learn from ants. They don't have governor. But yet, they know how to save when there is plenty. And then they use it when there is none. Or when there is less. Reduce your expenditure, especially now. If your house is too big for you, look for a smaller one. That's wisdom. Your business place is too big. Look for a smaller one. Hello? Later you will return again. You will even buy property. That's how to operate. Reduce your expenditure. Hmm, don't see that. There are some things you don't have. Papa said he doesn't pray for the pray for the school fees of a student. Life is in faces, men are in sizes. They went to some uh, a little bit less school in those days, and then gradually they grow to where they are today. So don't eat your future today. 
start where at the back, then you find yourself in front. Step by step. Some people have already gotten to their future. So when they get to the future, there's nothing again. Because they are living oversize. That's a product of comparison. The next. Be ever thankful and joyful. There is something joy brings to any man's business. Joel chapter 1 verse 2. The trees were dried up. Why? Because joy was not there. Be thankful. Jesus had something that was not enough. He raised it up in John chapter 6. He raised it up and thank God. 6, 6 to 11. He thanked God and then it was more than enough. So for that little business, thank God. That is somebody in intercession. That small thing you say, it's uh, his business. <laughs> there's nothing there. You, you said there's nothing and you're sitting there. You've killed it. The little that remains. No. Be thankful. Give God thanks for it. Don't murmur. When you murmur, you, you destroy what is remaining. You can see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10. They murmured and they were destroyed. Watch out for ungodly competition. Ah, they have gotten it. Me, I have to get that. We too, we have to get to ah. We have to get let not look as if we are not the one. You don't know their source. It's dangerous. It's like one car that is not well. To see somebody, a brand new car overtake him because they look the same from best this. One is Benz, the other one is Mess this Benz. <laughs> you now say you follow him, you follow your car will pop up somewhere. So don't run other people's race. Go it. See, like we are running in different lanes. Focus on your lane, you will soon get there. Finally, connect with priestly blessings. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 13. Say, by the prophet, he brought them out of Egypt. And then by the, by the prophet, they are preserved. Sir, you need priestly blessing. No? You are not the priest. Every priest has a priest. True priest. There are pastors that pray on me. Bishop has priest. He has shown us. He celebrated them. You had him celebrating spiritual mother at 19. So if you are the one that decides not to have priests, you will end up entrapped. Let your priest bless you. Don't know, I've prayed over the business. There's nothing. Well, what are they going to pray? It's not God that says, hey. You never dedicated a business. It's a risk. You don't have to call people together. You can call. Hello, sir. I just want you to say a word of prayer. I'm starting something new. And that's all. That's all. Priestly blessing. You, you, can't, you can't determine how it will be run. Round. That's God's way. May the Lord grant somebody understanding. Rise to your feet and lift up your hands. Appreciate Him for the word you have heard this morning. Appreciate Him for the word you have heard this morning. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Lord, give me grace to be doer. Oh, it's not enough to hear your word. I want to be a doer of the same. Give me grace, Father. Give me grace. Give me grace to be a doer of the same that I've heard this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Life without Christ is full of crisis. If you don't want to experience breakdown, then you need to surrender your life to Jesus. Surrendering your life to Jesus means surrendering even your business to him. In case you have been having it difficult, take your life again. And you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why not? This is the time, this is the moment. Wherever you are watching from, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you want to reconnect to him. Maybe you were with him before. But you know that there is a wall of petition between you and God. Now it is a time for you to return to Jesus. Wherever you are, you want to receive Jesus. Place your right hand on your chest right now. As I lead you in this prayer. 
Say after me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me my sins. I declare today that I reject the devil and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. You rose up once again because of me. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. I decree the grace of Jesus comes upon you afresh. The grace to abide with him remains on you. In Jesus' mighty name. Please send us your testimony as we celebrate God with you and keep praying along with you. The Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Everyone place your hand on your forehead and begin to decree blessings upon what you do. Lord bless me father. I ask for priestly blessing today. Lord the same way we are helping our father Bishop Eliko. Help me oh God. I will not be stranded. Begin to say something. Begin to say something. Oh father they will know me worldwide. I will not end up a local champion. I will not end up a local champion. I will experience promotion. No devil will take my job from me. Lord help me. Lord help me. Lord help me. Lord help me. Thank you father. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Stretch forth your hands towards the altar. I stand as a privileged servant under grace. The grace that back up this commission. I decree from today you will experience promotion. I decree promotion on the walls of your hand. Listen, in this season, God will give you a new idea. As you practice the covenant, you will experience the covenant keeping God. Whatever the devil has done against your business, right now in the name of Jesus, I remove the hand of Satan. I decree progress for you in the name of Jesus. Now God will raise challenges that you will be the only solution. Now that was what brought Joseph out of the prison. I said God will raise challenges will be the solution. In the name of Jesus. In case somebody has just lost a job. I decree in the next seven days you are getting a new one. I say you are getting a new one. Someone there you don't want to work for anybody again. I decree God will give you idea you become an employer of labor. In the name of Jesus. Now whatever it is that has been between you and progress between you and financial exploit i curse it today in the name of jesus go and succeed go and make it you will represent the kingdom of light in jesus mighty name it is done are you glad you came at all celebrate jesus hallelujah